0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the Odie Cloud TV NetSuite Community Podcast. I'm your host, Angela Mendoza, and today I am sitting in with the man, the myth, the legend. Alex, the Bronco Johnco. Uh So we're going to be talking a lot about business. You guys know us. We talk a lot about NetSuite. We talk a lot about freelancing. But now we're going to be talking about legitimizing your business, starting your business, and other business tips that might come along the way. How are you doing, Alex?
1: I'm doing amazing. How are you?
0: I'm doing okay. I, I remember that you put on your invite to bring your favorite caffeinated beverage. Unfortunately, I cannot do coffee just get a little irresponsible when it comes to that. So I just have my water. Uh, I mean, are you? do you have your coffee next to you? you have your, your food? Well, I mean, I'm not drinking any. I already finished my coffee this morning, chugs it all, but I do have a you know, <laughs> little shout out to the company name. Nice, nice, I dig it, yeah. No, so we're gonna get into exactly who you are, um, not just personally, but also like in terms of your business and why exactly you started your business. So let's go ahead and let everyone know who exactly Alex is. Awesome. Well, my name's Alex. I run a design company.
1: um, And my job is to help tech companies bring and make really interesting offices that are branded and just experientially memorable. Um, One of the biggest challenges uh, is that the office hasn't really been innovated since the 1950s. Uh, We're still using the same tech, still the same ideas that have been floating around, and I think that there's key opportunities to to really talk to the people who are working in these places um, and start from a brand up approach um, and really build something around them and their teams and their stories that they can see every day that reminds them of why they show up and why they put in the work and the vision of what they're trying to accomplish.
0: Right, right. And see for the OD Cloud OGs that are listening in right now, they would know, you know, you've been involved with OD Cloud before. Um you've also had your business caffeine and ink wells uh, on the podcast before we talked about you know, revolutionizing the future of work through freelancing and whatnot. And we we sung the praises of freelancing. But today I really want to get into, like I said, the business of Caffeine Inkwells. For Caffeine Inkwells, I mean, what are possibly the biggest takeaways you've had as being a business owner? Because, I mean, that's huge for the freelancers right now, finding a way to, you know, start their LLC, uh, finding a way to, you know, navigate the whole tax implication of, of running a business and whatnot. So, I mean, in terms of just running a business, what would you say are, are your three to five biggest takeaways of being a business owner?
1: Yeah. If you're just getting started in, and, and those are the questions that you're asking, definitely know that there's going to be more than you can answer and handle in the beginning. I think the most challenging thing and what prevents so many people from starting is all the things that you don't know about. Um, so with that, don't worry about it, find connections, ask a lot of people, take it step by step. You really just want to build momentum because you're basically not going to know much. And the more you dive deeper into it, you'll realize all of the things that you're not good at or not aware about yet. And all the things that you got into the business for, you know, the expertise and skills that you have, they're important, but they'll become less of your attention as much as the
0: other stuff that you're not good at yet. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. As far as, as building up that, that momentum, um, how exactly do you feel Captain Ingalls has done that over the course of, of how many years have you, have you been in business now? Oh, gosh. This is uh, my fifth year of trying to,
1: to do this mm-hmm. and, and to make it my own craft. Um, that one's tough. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of things that you can do And when you're just starting, you don't want to go all in and invest it into one thing because you're probably, you don't have enough data to support whether or not you're going the right direction. So in order to build this type of momentum, you need to be trying a lot of different little things. And the more focus you can get on the ones that are working, that's what's going to start yielding more results. Um, The better you can articulate who you're for and what you do to as niche of an audience as you can
0: the higher likelihood you're probably going to find success. Right. Right. That's a great tip for everyone listening, especially um, people that are still trying to find their niche. I mean, I feel like I, I hear that all the time. I, 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 I see that all the time, whether I'm reading articles, whether I'm listening to podcasts, so speaking of which, I mean, one thing that I appreciate, you know, with our relationship as, as being, you know, friends, since, you know, God knows when, but like the thing that, that, you know, you, you do for me in terms of sending me, you know, separate articles that you find interesting, different podcasts that you find interesting, that's, Basically, what we've been trying to do with the Odie Cloud Community platform—it's um, still, you know, in its starting stages—and we're trying to encourage people to do that more. But uh, I mean, what are some podcasts, articles um, that you or, or books, even? I know you're you're really into books, obvious from your background there. But um, you know, what are some materials, some media that you would find interesting that you think would you know help out business owners, aspiring business owners? There's too many. Oh yeah. No, I bet. Oh uh, man.
1: That's only a tough question. Cause I have like literally hundreds of books that I'm like rolling through and I'm like, Oh man, what, what can I recommend if it was just like one you absolutely had to check out? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, in lines with the, like the future of work and freelancing um, work life by Adam Grant mm-hmm. is interesting. So I, uh, shoot, what was the book he wrote? I really should remember this one,
0: no I mean, I mean, take your time, go ahead and look it up if you need to, yeah, um, Adam Grant has a well, for sure google this,
1: mm-hmm. okay, he has more than one book, but there was one that <laughs> <laughs> it's quite a few okay i i guess, I think it was originals was how I, I remember him,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but he has this podcast series called Work Life that's sponsored by Ted that I think has really interesting conversations around how to frame what work is um, and some of the challenges with with making the place and talking about some of the challenges like DEI. Um, I, I don't know if that's helpful for people.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, honestly, anything, considering that you've been in the business for, for five years um, and you've gotten so much information and, and really put that information into practice has been honestly incredible. Uh, I I think a follow-up question to, to this question would be, uh, what do you find more effective? Do you find it more effective to be talking to people like this uh, about their problems, about their solutions when it comes to business, or do you find it more effective to gather all the media that you can And then get like, create your own takeaways from the media that you're getting, you know what I mean? Like it, there's just a plethora of information out there and it's so difficult to, to sort through it. Right. And to find those gems in the rough. So, I mean, what do you find more effective talking to people or gathering all that media? Oh man, I feel like it's a loaded question,
1: (laughs) but I will say ultimately in, in either case, you're trying to bring insight to people, right? So talking to people is a very efficient way to do it when just asking and having great conversations with clients or even colleagues about the things that they're dealing with that, that, that has to be part of what you already do to, to really understand and go deep with what the problems are part of that challenge though, is that not everyone can necessarily articulate what they're dealing with. So it's important to kind of learn to read between the lines and also understand the context in which someone's talking. If you're talking with someone who's like a NetSuite expert and they have technological background, you can probably say all the acronyms and they get you. But if you're talking to another decision maker who that's not what they do, you need to learn their language and be able to speak to what's top of mind for them and how you can help them. When it comes to like information knowledge, I love collecting all of that, but it's easy to get stuck in the trap of just reading every single thing in every podcast and getting nowhere because you're not attempting to try it like you need to listen for these insights um and you know bring it to the conversation with people that are in your industry or conversations you have where you hear and say hey i remember we talked about you struggling with this thing this article is really interesting um i think that's where something like that and more information can help um you do have to kind of expand and and continually learn um because you know what's hot today what the problems are today are probably not going to be the ones tomorrow and so you're just always constantly learning
0: right right constantly learning that that's really um something that i hear from a lot of entrepreneurs it's it's really the process of constant constantly learning um i think it's funny considering you know both of us went to catholic school that always preached lifelong learning and to find us in this this position now like it it definitely rings true um the way that i definitely want to finish this out is um I like to ask all the freelancers, all the entrepreneurs to one shout themselves out and let us know where we can find you, the things that you're getting into right now, Um, that way everyone is able to look you up, possibly, you know, Uh, book you for gigs or whatnot, um, as well as shout outs any other businesses that you would like to shout out, whether that's someone that you're working with right now, um, you know, some other, you know, podcast, any other book that you might be reading. I know you mentioned a podcast, you didn't mention a book or or, or an article. Is there one particular book? I don't want to follow up on that real quick. Is there one particular book you feel every entrepreneur should read at least once? All the way through, too. Like it's not half-assed oh, it or anything. Like a yeah, cover to cover. cover book. Yeah, cover to cover book. Yep.
1: That's a tough. One. Oh, okay, uh, Atomic Habits
0: mm-hmm.
1: by I think I think it was James Clear. I want to get that right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Atomic Habits by James Clear.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think it's important because. Because there's so much information, there's so many things that you want to do, so many goals that you have, it's easier to get overwhelmed with not being where you want to be. And I think Atomic Habits really helps people to understand that it's about building this momentum, starting small, and it's really the consistency over time, not the intensity, that's going to get you to where you want. And business, and, and most like success in anything, is really a marathon. So you don't sprint marathons. Mm-hmm. You got to really take it slow it's about making it to the end and and finishing it that's that's how you're going to see success and everyone that sounds like an overnight success they might be but it's like a 15 to 20 year overnight success you're just not
0: hearing the whole story Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. no that, that that's super interesting to to think about because i mean when it comes to being overwhelmed i mean it's really your habits that get you through so i'm assuming that atomic habits really helps you build that it reminds me of another book too that uh i read a while back, um the art of of learning um are you familiar with? Uh, I think it was um josh sorry jo- Joshua Waitskin. He was like a chess champion when he was a yeah. kid, right? And then he constantly started learning different skills and mastering them um and finding mastery within everything. I think he was like a kung fu master at one point like it it really is amazing to to think about um, the process of learning and breaking it down, like you said, into these small little, um, simple tasks and then building them into habits. So, um, yeah, finding a way through that stressful time, uh, you've been in it it for five years. Does it get any easier? No, (laughs) but you get better. Right. If you stick with
1: it and you meet more people and you build your network, Mm -hmm. it just gets harder, but you learn how to deal with the pain, you know?
0: Right. That's awesome. Yeah, so I do want to conclude here. Uh, where can people find you? Um, you? know, What media are you involved in? Any other shout-outs you want to give? Go ahead. floor is yours. Awesome. Well, my company name is Caffeine and Inkwells,
1: and you can find it at caffeineandinkwells.com. Um, you can also find me uh, on LinkedIn, where I post a lot about design, the built environment, experience design. Um, that's just my name, Alexander Gianco. Um, and then I'm currently in the middle of working on a podcast, which talks to other people in my industry and shares knowledge about the challenges of crafting you know, signage and wayfinding and these really interesting experiential systems that people have experienced, but they don't really necessarily have a vocabulary or way to talk about it yet. So I want to share that with some people. And that podcast is called Architecture Anonymous. You can find it at archanon, A-R-C-H-A-N-O-N.com. Um, and first episode actually airs next
0: monday perfect perfect um just out of curiosity are you using the riverside platform for that one i want to uh <laughs> i'm currently keeping
1: the tech on the download just to not overcommit <laughs> myself like you know I, i'm trying to build momentum before i invest in something like that right um because it's too easy to just buy all the gear and then like get two episodes in and quit <laughs> right so.
0: right no, no, that, that that's super awesome. I, obviously, I bring that up because I just started using the Riverside, right? So, uh, yeah, yeah, I love it. I mean, I was
1: staring at it, and I'm like, oh, should I buy this? I'm like, let's get to, like, 10 episodes first and then see if I can actually keep this going and if there's any interest in it.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I think the the crazy thing is, too, is that I'm trying to get into, like, the producer stuff, too. So uh, I've been doing a lot of the recording, but I see all the producer tools over here in the right toolbar, and I'm like, oh, like, it looks so cool, it looks so fun, but uh, we'll get to it when we get there. You know what I'm saying? Um, but again, thank you so much for, for being on the podcast, um, sharing your knowledge, sharing your success. Uh, obviously, Odie Cloud continues to wish you the best success moving forward. Uh, to everyone else out there, thank you guys for listening. This is another episode of the Odie Cloud TV, Odie Cloud NetSuite Community Podcast. Hope to see you next time. See ya.